ho, ho. Happy Jesus holidays. Christ. Welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I don't know. I'm just mixing it up lately. <laughs> uh, I'm not Bassett Claus. This is Doug Coleman. I'm here with the other co-host, Brendan McCullough. Oh, How's boy. everybody doing? Everybody's doing great here, aren't you guys? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're in the background. Don't worry about them. I just pretend like our listeners are in the room with us. Oh, I don't want that. That's... <laughs> That's like having like 30 folding chairs set out and like two people show up and it's like, oh, this is sad. Because clearly you and I are in the same room every yeah. single episode. Oh, all um, the time. Uh, but let's get to the episode. Oh, man, what a weird way to start. But this is a video game podcast <laughs> for anyone who, who's new. Um, I don't it's know. We try to keep light hearted. This is going to be a pretty quick one. Uh, this is actually being recorded the day before it airs, which is usually never the case. So, oh, man. Uh, we can topical. do something topical. Yeah, anything topical? Oh, man. No. <laughs> There's, like, I was trying to look at, like, news stories to find stuff, and it's just, like, all Pokemon are all, like, the Mandalorian, and it's, like, there's fucking nothing because it's the holiday season so all the, like the deal like no games are coming out it's everything's going a discount for like christmas and black friday yeah so, speaking like, of no new stuff game discounts and black friday i just logged onto my playstation for the first time in ever and i reminded myself oh i have to get the free games this month which was neo and outlast 2 so i'm really glad i got those it was like the last day i'm pretty sure oh, um nice. or, or they give you a couple extra days i could be wrong about that anyway uh, they did have a Black Friday sale going on, and it was very. There's some really good games going for like ten bucks. Like there was God of War, uh, just like the big title games for only ten dollars. I'm like, man, I was tempted, but also I'm not in the market for games right now. I, even <laughs> though I have a video game podcast, but I'm still going strong with Pokemon and stuff. But we'll get to that at some point. Is there any kind of oh, life, life updates we want to go into real quick before we talk about the games that we've been playing? Uh, I mean, speaking of God of War, I was saying how I wanted to do that uh, with a PlayStation Now, PlayStation Live or whatever. Where you can, like, I think it's now where, yeah, now. you get access to the big library of games that you stream from the cloud. Yeah, and you can play it on your computer. I was like looking into that. I was like, oh, God of War is like until January 2nd. Like I got to get that and play that because I love that franchise. And then I saw, and as soon as I started looking into it, they're like, oh, you'll need a PlayStation 4 controller. And I was like, hmm, that makes sense. I don't know why I didn't think I would need one of those. <laughs> but I was kind of like, I'm not going to drop like 60 bucks on just a controller. Because like, there are a few good PlayStation 4 games that I would be interested in. But like, I still got Yakuza 0 and like all these other games. Like Banner Saga is like 20, 30 hours if that. So it's not even that long. And I still haven't played 2 and 3. They're right. also super hard. So like, I'm just bad at that type of game. So it'll take me twice as long. So there's there are a lot of games on the PS4 uh, that are good and I'm interested in, but like I don't know if I'm interested enough to set up a whole account, try and burn through God of War while it's still available, and then have a PS4 controller already. And it's like I don't know. I think I'm gonna let that pass. And I'm yeah. Just, like at least right now, I'm not dedicated enough to go through all of that. And <laughs> my coworker already spoiled God of War for me. No. So that certainly took the wind out of my sails to play that game. I'm like, welp, I already know. Like, I love the gameplay, so I still would enjoy playing it. But, like, the big twist of what the kid is is, like, already ruined for me. So I'm just like, fucking, ah. Hate yeah, so that's mad. a bummer. Yeah, I'm s somehow surprisingly avoided spoils thus far. But that's the thing. I, I haven't really picked up the game, so it's my own fault if it gets spoiled. That's the thing. Like, if, it ha if I came across it on the internet, I'd be fine. 
but it was just specifically me and my coworker there, like early in the morning, no one else, and he was talking about it. He By the way, <laughs> he spoiled it. He's like, "Oh, the kid's this," and then, "Oh wait, no, I don't want to go any further because I don't want to spoil it for you." I'm like, "You already told me what the fucking kid is. That's all I know about the game. That's oh, the no. biggest spoiler there is." Yeah, and I'm, like I'm more infuriated that he had the like audacity to say, "I don't want to spoil the rest for you." Like, fuck you! How dare you? <laughs> That's what makes it more aggravating for me. Ah, uh, new so. people. This is how our show is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even talking about video games. I'm talking about anger for video game enjoyments being taken away from me. Fuck my employees. No, uh, <laughs> or colleagues, whatever. Um, yeah. Anyway, I do want to talk about video games, though. Have you been playing much? I, I'm i in a a tough Your spot because, time. yeah, it was uh, my birthday just the, the other day and uh, crunch time at the record label. I have all sorts of orders coming in, which is a good thing. I'm like, oh, man, I'm very flattered about that. But, man. Very busy time. Works a little crazy. Uh, we do have the holidays. Uh, that's what I mean. It's the first episode of December. I know in previous years, every uh, December, I try to put out bonus episodes every Friday. I'm going to try my best, listeners. If a Friday <laughs> comes around that there's no episode, I'm sorry. It's more than likely because it's just a crazy time of year. But uh, I do look forward to maybe putting out some kind of best of content. So hopefully, keep your fingers crossed. Ask Basta, Basta Claus. Uh, tweet <laughs> at him. It'll be a true gift. If you get it, be grateful. If you don't, well, don't be surprised. Speaking of true gifts and something that probably won't happen, <laughs> uh, we're thinking about bringing back Almost Better Than Dragons. And oh, as in, we, I, it's me mainly, and it's That's more or less me. trying to consult with everyone and get the schedules aligned. I'm not optimistic, but I'm going to try my best. I have some people outside of the original cast that are interested, so it might be a few new people. We're, we'll see. Um, going to be a fun time, though, if that gets going. We'll, we'll swap out the DM again and just fuck no. up the story. <laughs> no, I would like to see if we could have uh, Mike McGettigan reprise his role as DM, but maybe do a whole new setting and uh, actually, I don't know, we'll keep see. up with the characters' names <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, yeah, boy. our previous attempts at D&D have been kind of a catastrophe, but I don't, there is some real gold in there. I don't know, some comedic moments and fun character building. Oh, God. I, it was a weird trend how all of our characters got fucked up hands except for yours. Yeah, I got a fucked up leg or ankle or something because I uh, face-stepped into a wall. And oh, like when right. I warped out, it was just like my leg was in a, a door or something. It was super fucked up. And then AJ, when I warped back, it was useless. AJ tried to kill himself in like the third episode. We're just like, if you don't want to play, that's fine. You just yeah, wait, don't. I don't remember that at all, but I believe it. Uh, he, I, he tried to, like, heroically sacrifice himself, and we're like, no, you really don't, though. And it's like, I'll, cut, like, jump on this bomb. It's like, it's you don't, no one's here. We can just walk away. It's like, no, I'll do it. And it's like, okay. No. Like, <laughs> he really was trying to, like, get out of it somehow. <laughs> so, that's ridiculous. Uh, that whole... I remember uh, sneaking a ring on his character and it uh, made <laughs> him hear cursed. voices. And then we also <laughs> ran into Kier because that podcast was that old that there was a, a guest appearance by him. So, yeah, don't revisit that like stuff. No, I'm just years. kidding. <laughs> it's a fun show. Anyway, we could talk about anyway. video games. We're super on a tangent. Uh, I don't have much to play, though. That's really where I was going with this is I've really just been focusing on Pokemon Sword I maybe beat another gym since I, the last time I spoke. I don't really have too much of an update there. I'm just having a blast. It's really a fun game. Uh, do you you have a Switch? Do you intend on getting either Sword or Shield? No. I The co-worker's been talking me up, and the, 
my coworker in particular has been really trying to like coax me into it of like, oh, come on, you're going to get it. Come on, you're just Kate, you're going to get it. And like really trying to like convince me because I think he needs someone to trade with. Yeah. Um, oh, sure. But no, I like I got nothing against it. I just I don't have time for another grindathon that is Pokemon. And honestly, some of the new Pokemon just haven't been catching my attention. I'm not going to say like oh, all new Pokemon are garbage. Like fucking Dotrio is just three Diglets combined. Like that's fucking shit design. But um, some of the new Pokemon, I'm just like they're not catching me as much as like other gens have. But like. A ton of people are super into it and, like, really enjoying it. So, like, good for them. I feel like I'm one of them, and it surprises even me because I'm I'm actually really liking this generation of Pokemon. There are some real goofy-ass ones, don't get me wrong, but there's a lot more cute ones. Uh, I definitely recommend it. It was funny. I ran into someone i actually met him for the first time at this concert i was just friends with them online forever and as we were like waiting for the concert to start i was he had a, a pikachu hat on and i'm like oh are you playing shield or sword and he was just also like no all the negative stuff i'm hearing about it is preventing me from actually getting it so i'm just gonna wait and or probably never play it and i was like but you're a pokemon fan <laughs> i'm thinking to myself here i am going in blind and having an absolute blast so it, it's funny how i feel the opinions online are making people hesitant where if he were to just purchase it, I bet he'd have a blast, but oh well. I, I think, like you said, there's certain issues with it. Um, One of them being that not every Pokemon's available, which I got over real quick. I'm like, I don't need to catch a thousand or more of them. Well, that's but- the thing. Like, I, There's much fewer games where every Pokemon is available than Pokemon games where there aren't. Like, Most of the Pokemon games don't have every Pokemon up to that point available. So I don't know why this one is like, they all have to be in it. It's like, nah, man. No, but the, there are some, like, glaring absences, though, like Lugia and some of, like, I forget well, the name. It's like Ho-Oh. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I don't know if you ever get those, but it would be really cool if you get that opportunity. I mean, you don't get legendaries in any of the other games. Like, you don't? Any okay. Of the other previous generations, no. So, like, those are the rare ones. But they do have some that were absent in previous games that from, like, Gold and Silver that were absent in all the other games, and then were brought back for this one. So well, there were cool. some that were, like, neglected up to this point that are kind of getting a resurgence, like uh, Wooper and Quagsire. They brought that back, and I fucking love Quagsire. Quagsire's one of my favorites, that dumb round <laughs> boy. So stupid, and I love him. But, um, yeah, so there are some that are kind of getting, you know, a resurgence because of this that uh, haven't gotten as much attention. But then, yeah, not all the Pokemon are in every game. For sure. (laughs) Yeah, I I got over it quick. Like I said, it's not a big deal, so. Yeah, and then I think there's like a time machine element where I don't know if that's still in the newer games, but you could trade with older generations of games so you can still get them. And maybe that's what people wanted. Like, that way you couldn't catch all of the Pokemon in the wild, but you can still get all of them if you're trading with them. But even still, like, I I don't know. I don't get the big deal with like the national decks and they all have to be in it like they're not oh well yeah you're not gonna find like a ring-tailed lemur in alaska (laughs) exactly so i don't know that's just such a minuscule complaint in my opinion so it shouldn't prevent anyone from playing it and if it is uh just go pick it up it's great at least that's my experience so far yeah it's really funny seeing like all just the little interactive moments at your camp like you can just set up a camp and have curry with your pokemon and then you can have, like, a little toy where they'll, like, attack it. Or if you're just walking around in the wild and you see Pokemon just spring up and chase you down. So I'm seeing that all over my Twitter timeline and stuff. And people, like, taking highlights of that. Like, and it seems really fun. And, you know, I got nothing against it. I just, 
I don't know. It just isn't selling me. Like, I don't know. There's no real drive for me to get it. But, like, you know, like you said, everyone else, like, some people are really loving it. So, like, hey, great for them. Yeah, I feel like it's definitely nostalgia playing a role because it is just like the feeling of the first time I picked up a Pokemon game, but it's just so fresh and new graphics. And for instance, I just got a bicycle in the game and that makes travel so much easier. And I'm like, oh, this reminds me of when I would do this on the Game Boy, but fuck having no backlight and all that other garbage. Like this is feels so good in the year 2019. So I think that (laughs) is why people are like obsessing over it. Yeah, I'm seeing people loving the character designs, like all the gym leaders. Oh, like yeah. A lot of fan art of the gym leaders. I kind of like the guy Gigantamax or Dynamax, whatever the hell it is, where they get big and stuff. I know, I remember from an outside perspective looking in, I'm like, that's kind of goofy and dumb. But as I'm playing it, I'm like, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of gives me uh, vibes of Legend of Dragoon when, like, certain uh, turns you can go, like, Dragoon mode and, like, do special moves and shit. So, I don't know. It just, it's fun. Yeah. I mean, it seems neat, but it's going to be a gimmick that's only in that generation. Which I, I'm fine with. Yeah, it doesn't need to be in every Pokemon iteration after this. Yeah, Sun and Moon had the Z move, like power move, where you had this bracelet, and like every type had its own like power move, and a certain Pokemon had specific uh, power moves. Like Pikachu had its own one, and yeah, you'll never see that outside of Sun and Moon, and that's fine. It was a dumb gimmick, you know, that helps with that gen. You can use it or not use it if you don't want to, and that's you know, move on. Yep. So. It works. Yeah, and there's a little bit of strategy there when it comes to that, because then, like, oh, if your enemy's Gigantamax and you're not, they use one move and you just, like, get one shot. It's like, oh, Christ. Yeah, you gotta really, like, manage type advantage and stuff and really, really grind and power up those Pokemon before you go into a big battle. For sure. But yeah, so far, so good with that game. Not really having too much trouble. It was funny, I read an article, though, I forget which website it was, but it was talking about how your rival Hop is just like such a nice guy and you want to see him succeed because he's your friend, but you just keep crushing his dreams. And I feel like, I think by the end of the article, they're like, I am now Gary from like the first generation. (laughs) Like, it's like, I'm just an evil asshole. Just, yeah, crushing someone's dreams. I don't know. It was kind of interesting, but I don't look at it that way. It's, I much prefer that this generation, yeah, your rival is kind of like encouraging and you guys are working together, but only one of you can be the best. So instead of it being like, fuck that guy. Yeah, it's a healthy rivalry instead yes. of a cantankerous one. But then I think is there Bebe? Yeah, oh yeah, that really weird guy who is an asshole. So it's like yeah, he's the, the equivalent of Gary. So you can both be mad at him together. <laughs> yeah. It's still someone talking like, oh, here are the new rivals. Like, not, you know, he's kind of like your friend. It's not like, what happened to the old asshole rival? It's like, oh, don't worry. You're talking about Pokemon on the internet. You'll find the assholes. Yeah. There's plenty sure. of assholes. Yeah, he's super conceited and always just like, oh, I can't believe the champion endorsed you guys. I'm endorsed by that the actual chairman or some shit. So he's like, I'm destined to be better than you. It's like, we'll see, bud. Um, I've beat him every time so far, so I don't know <laughs> what he's talking about. Oh, and I... I saw, I think the chairman has an elephant Pokemon. There's a new elephant type that's yeah. like orange and green. And people are speculating that's hinting at the next generation that might be based off India. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah. So that'd be really interesting. I, I think there's just like very little small rumors about it. So I don't know if there's any substance to that. But I think sure. that's what people are speculating right now. That's that's interesting. And I would like to see that be true because that could be a really cool region. Yeah, really diverse and like a lot of, uh, you get a lot of the god designs in there. Like oh hell yeah! Oh my god, uh, I'm thinking about that now. That'd be really neat. Yeah, um, some like the fighting Pokemon with like six arms or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, there's one that's like just like six little like Pac-Man or like Mega Man little characters, or it's like Phalanx or something. It's like a little fighter type Pokemon in this one. Oh yeah. I forget what the exact name is, but they're just like six little like orb dudes with like Trojan helmets, and they all just stand in a line and march. That's I think Phalanx is all Phalanx. on the right lines. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, what the hell is this? Like it's a neat little design, but it's one of those that makes you go, the fuck? Like Yeah. <laughs> six little sentient entities are one Pokemon. Well that's I feel like it's a concept from ancient times. I don't I, or I yeah, it's more likely, yeah. yeah, like the whole concept like of an army doing that, but even Dark Souls one or Demon Souls, I forget. It was like one of the first bosses Souls, where yeah. it was the Phalanx and it was this like gooey thing made of all these bunches of goo creatures with shields and, and, yeah. and spears. And yeah, yeah collectively they'd make one giant one. Oh man, what a weird boss. Yeah. God. Um the, but anyway, anyway besides Pokemon it is December, so hopefully I'll be getting Code Vein for Christmas, but that'll be talked about then. How about you? What have you been playing? Uh, I was going to wait for Black Friday, and then I remembered Nintendo don't give a fuck, so I just went out and bought Hyrule Warriors, like, Ooh. like Wednesday or something, before Black yeah. Friday. Because it's just like, <laughs> I, you can see all the sales that Nintendo's going to do on their Switch games, and it's like Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey, uh, Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze, and like maybe two other games, and that's it. Like, nothing else is getting a discount. So it's just like, shit. Nintendo, you cold. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I just went out, bought uh, Hyrule Warriors, and it was uh, Definitive Edition. Because there's, like, a bunch of DLC that came out with it on, like, Wii U and, like, 3DS. Nice. And the Definitive Edition just has everything. Yeah. So I just bought that. Because I'm a sucker for those Musou games, those Dynasty Warrior games, where it's just, like... <laughs> I say I don't have time for a grindathon like Pokemon, but <laughs> Dynasty Warriors is just you the same fucking thing. It's just... <laughs> It's so repetitive. It's just the same battle a thousand times. Yeah. So uh, the only difference is this one's Zelda. So you're running around fighting goblins and, you know, a little like uh, the skeleton guys. I forget their names. And uh, every now and then in the battle, a golden Skeletala will appear. And you have to run and find it and get bonuses for that and stuff like that. So you, play, you know, plays all the characters. Zelda, Link. <laughs> I like, you still have to pretend like you're surprised when the Sheik is revealed to be Zelda. Like, <gasps> no way. Just like right, yeah, we've known this for like thirty years. <laughs> like, it happens in every fucking game. <laughs> so That's like, funny. They act like it's some big reveal. Um, I, f- I was surprised. I really enjoy playing as Impa, Zelda's like guardian. She's really fun to play as in it. Um, who else? You got you got like uh, you can play as a Goron, Azora, uh, Midna from like Twilight Princess. But then you can also play as, like, the villains. So you got, like, Zant from Twilight Princess and Girahim from Skyward Sword. Oh, damn. You can play as actual Ganondorf, who's just a fucking monster. He's, like, the Lubu of the Hyrule Warriors because he's just so strong. Yeah. And uh, it is fun to play. I, I don't mind the repetitive nature of it because I'll just throw on a podcast or have, like, a stream going on a monitor and, like, kind of half pay attention to that while I'm playing. Yeah. So it still keeps my brain engaged. And... I'm enjoying it, but I'm playing, like, the story mode, and it's kind of bizarre, because there's they make up the story of, like, oh, this evil, you know, sorceress, like, captures the Triforce pieces, and all the dark, whatever, it's the same Zelda bullshit, Darkness <laughs> is enveloping Hyrule, and so there's the story for that, and I was like, cool, I beat that, I'm done with the story mode. They're like, wait, but now you can play the story mode as the villains. I'm like, cool, I beat that, like, wait. But now the story continues as Ganondorf. I was like, cool. Wait. I beat that. I've done the story mode. They're like, wait. 
here's the Wind Waker crossover storyline. I was like, okay, yeah, well, hold on. <laughs> like, oh, you can also play as Linkle, which is like a random Hylian, uh, uh, Hylian uh, girl who thinks she's the legendary hero, and she has like crossbows. So it's it's kind of just like a female Link, but she has like two crossbows as her weapon, and you can play her storyline as well. So there's like five kind of like campaigns i'm going through i'm just like holy shit when does this, it end <laughs> this game is a giant infomercial it's like but wait there's more there's more <laughs> but like that's just the like i think it's called legendary mode that's just like the story mode or campaign mode there's still like free mode and then there's like challenge mode and stuff. so i haven't even touched those yeah well, so, like, it's hard to complain about a lot of content it's like yeah. oh, that's nice but also holy shit it's also the definitive edition, so there's all these extra characters, like the DLC characters, which I think Tetra is the first DLC character, so I just got to her. So I know there's more that I haven't even seen yet. So it's it's good, but it's, I had a few days off from work, and that's all I did for the first two days off of work. Like, all I did was play Hyrule Warrior for like two days straight. So it's more so on me for just burning through it all so fast and just kind of like burning myself out on it uh, but it's gonna be good for like when i'm traveling like it's gonna be a good plane game and stuff because oh, like yeah, man. the story does not fucking matter um one complaint i do have that is like really like affecting my gameplay yeah is when you're playing if you ever played a dynasty Wars game before you have like different forts and like different captains and officers on your teams and stuff and sometimes you have different win or loss conditions so some of them will be like, don't let your ally base fall, or like, don't let this one character get killed. And when you're fighting, you'll see little spots glow on your map, but it doesn't really... It'll glow on your map, and then it pops up with a little pop-up message. And then the game keeps going. And then the problem is there's so much shit happening all the time, and you get so many little pop-up messages, and there's no real way to differentiate the difference between, like... uh this uh off this uh outpost officer was defeated which really means nothing and you, the allied base is about to fall which is your loss condition which would lose the game for you yeah and you can't really differentiate them based on like that sucks and there's so many of those pop-ups that any important ones will just get lost in the flood so oh, okay. This happened. This happened. This happened. You're about to lose the game. This happened. This happened. This happened. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what was that? Like one four times ago. So like, I'll have to go back. Like they have a battle log that keeps track of all the messages. So oftentimes I'll go back through there and be like, what's happening? Oh fuck! Zelda's about to get killed. I have to go back and save her. And sometimes they'll have a quick travel option in the in the map itself. Like you can teleport using the owl statues from like Ocarina of Time. Okay. Sometimes they'll have those. And if they do have those, you have to physically go to them and activate all of them before you can actually use them. Ooh, yeah. And it's, like, not as convenient. And so sometimes I'll just run across the map, and then it's, like, I'm kind of paying the answer. It's like, by the time I get to that base, Zelda's already killed. So it's like, cool, reload at the last checkpoint. The last checkpoint is right before she dies, and I'm across the other side of the map. So there's physically no way for me to get back in time. So I have to restart the whole battle. And, like, that's my biggest complaint is those pop-up messages you just get spammed with them so much and there's no easy way to differentiate like put like a gold border around the ones yes. that are important or something easy. or like make a special sound effect that's like hey you might want to pay attention to this one and something like that because you can switch when you're playing you can switch between the playable characters 
So if you're fighting a battle with, like, Link and Impa and Zelda and Sheik, well, you can't do Sheik and Zelda, but, like, the, you know, playable characters, you can swap between them, or you can command them to go when you're not controlling them, but all the NPCs are so incompetent and bad at fighting, you can't rely on them to actually do anything. Ah, uh, that's the worst. Sometimes I like when they make AI actually helpful. It's like, oh, I can sort of rely on you. No, th- like, if anything, it's like, hey, this base is about to fall. I'm going to send Impa there to kind of just stall until I can take control of Impa. Or, you know, send them there. I'm going to go over here. I take control of this base. And then by that point, Impa should be in her base. And then I can just take control of her, clear it out for her, and then go back to being Link. So... It like it's one of those words like the player is the only one who can actually do anything. Yeah, and it's like really infuriating because it's like, all right, I'm about to take this one, and then I'll like take the main boss, and then I'll defeat that base, and I'll win this level. It's like, oh, Impa's about to go down. It's like she's not super important, so that's fine. It's like, oh, uh, you know, Sheik's about to go down. It's like, all right, I kind of need Sheik to survive. It's like, oh, the main <laughs> base is about to get captured. It's like. Fuck, and just everything's going wrong at the same time because everyone sucks but you. Yeah. So it's kind of just like, oh, <laughs> god damn it. So there is like a multiplayer co-op option, and I think that's the solution where it's like, hey, these other characters are now played by other people, so they're not garbage. Yeah. But this game is, you know, it was on the Wii U and 3DS, so it's like seven years old, so no one's playing this anymore <laughs> except for me. So... Fair enough. That is a big complaint I have. It's like, your allies are just so fucking stupid and just not good. And the messages of, like, have no level of importance and you just get flooded with them. So it's like, you've really got to pay attention. Even on the minimap, your bases are blue and then the enemies are red. You can see them moving in real time on the minimap, which is good. But then your main base has a giant logo on it that, like, symbolizes, like, this is the main base. The problem is that covers up any enemies that are in the base. So if it's like the main base is being attacked, I can't tell because there's a giant blue logo over it saying that's my main base. Oh, God. So I have no, like, if I could just look real quick and see it's mostly red, I'd be like, oh, no, I have to go back. But I'll look at it and see that it's just the same logo that it's always been. Right. So I'm like, is it? And then I have to go back through, like, 30, like, messages in the battle log to see, like, oh, yeah, no, it's being attacked. But by the time you notice this, it's already gone. Like, there's been plenty of times where I arrived at a scene right as I lost. Right. Oh, man, these all sound like pretty easy fixes, too, especially, like, the critical messages one. It should, like, just be, like, add an exclamation point to that one or, like, make them acknowledge it because it's yes. a pretty big deal. It's like, yeah, Some they're about to lose star. the game. You want to make sure they recognize that. Yeah, and I would say it's a pretty big – it's a pretty easy – or pretty big complaint because it's a dynasty warriors mechanic that's always been in those games yeah so it's like you should have noticed this like 20 games ago because especially with this one it's like it just gets lost in a sea of bullshit of like oh this entrance is now open it's like that doesn't matter it's like oh this one officer's in the thing doesn't matter it's like oh that's going on it's like that doesn't matter you're about to die what (laughs) like you know it's i feel like one of those should be more important than the others so it's yeah, it's an easy, easy compl- or a fair complaint to have because yeah, this has always been a problem with Dynasty Warriors games. But at least on Dynasty Warriors games, they didn't have all these like special icons on the mini map, so I was able to actually see like oh, most of this side of the map's red, and I need to be there, and I'll run over. Whereas this one is like I can't real the map's kind of useless to me. Right. So okay, but I I am enjoying it because like I said, I'm a sucker for those games. 
And it's just Zelda. Like, who doesn't love Zelda? Yeah, so. it sounds fun. You're, like, selling me on it. I'm like, man, should I get into this seven-year-old game now? <laughs> uh, it is kind of infuriating because it's like, oh, you can, like, upgrade with different items and stuff. But it's like, I'm not getting the items I need, and I don't know how. It doesn't explain a ton. It doesn't, like, hold your hand and, like, tell you what you need to do. So it can be a bit rough. Um, I'm enjoying it, but it's one of those games where I'm like, I'm not going to say it's for everyone. I'm not going to say it's a definitively good game. I'm going to say it caters to my specific wheelhouse, and I'm enjoying it. Okay, fair enough. I'll say that. But also, it's like a seven-year-old game, and it's like still $55. So it's like, ugh. Yeah, (laughs) Nintendo, at its finest. (laughs) Come on. Um, well, I think that's going to do it for the game discussion. This, is, like we said, is going to be a shorter episode, but let's maybe talk about a few things in the news before we wrap this up. Uh, is there anything you yeah. wanted to bring up? I have one thing specifically, and it's goofy as hell, so maybe I'll save it <laughs> for the end. Uh, yeah, the only thing I really wanted to bring up, because we talked about the fossil Pokemon, right, in Sword and Shield? I yeah. yeah. Well, we they're, the lack thereof. Well, they're, they're like the mix-up of them because they're like doing a goof oh, on Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, I just know I read an article where the previous fossil Pokemon aren't – they're one of the Pokemons that are excluded from the uh, oh, Pokédex yeah. this time around. But no, what you mentioned that's on a previous episode with like, yeah, the Chimera of like the yeah, various yeah. Pokemon and all that. Yes. God, they suck. I hate them so much. I was at like a party the other night and people were like, oh, yeah, I love like the fossil Pokemon. Like they're so weird looking. I'm like, I hate them so much. Like I appreciate the goof, but like the designs are disgusting. <laughs> I hate it. Um, yeah, the the fossil Pokemon are kind of like pseudo. Le- there's legendary and then there's pseudo legendary. So like Dragonite would be like a pseudo legendary because it's hard to get. Um, and then the fossil Pokemon are like pseudo legendary because there's only one of them. And you have to choose which one in most games. So, yeah, those have always been excluded from you know other generation of games like you'll you won't find an ammonite in you know another game or right. a kabuto like those are like you would have to specifically trade for it to get yeah so um but yeah the only other thing i really wanted to mention was uh old friend battleborn you know that game i love that i never played <laughs> yeah that one that we always talk shit on because it tried to Go up against Overwatch? It took... Like, it wasn't just like, hey, we have a similar game coming out at a similar time. Like, we've talked about that before. We've interviewed devs who've had that problem before, and it sucks, and it's just unfortunate timing with, like, this weird, like, cultural hive mind where it's like, oh, multiple people came out with the same idea around the same time. Like, weird. Um, But 2K actively agitated blizzard and we're goading them with like hey you better watch out we're gonna kick the shit out of you you better Don't- watch out oh, you just, better not cry just, it's december that? and almost better than silence all right sorry oh, Jesus. <laughs> that was a stretch <laughs> uh yeah but 2k games actively like agitated blizzard we're just like we're gonna kick your ass and say it's like don't fucking shit talk blizzard they got that evil China money. They have to appease their overlords. <laughs> you can't take them on. No. So Overwatch came out and like... Squashed I think it was like Over- them like a bug. <laughs> I think it was like Overwatch pushed ahead its release date by like a month or so. Like not much. So it came out. And then when Battleborn came out, Overwatch was doing a free weekend. Yes. So it was like anyone who was on the fence about buying it, here's your chance to play it and not play Battleborn. And it fucking killed Battle Like... To this day, they never recovered. And uh, I'm bringing it up again because Battleborn is officially dying. Like, they're shutting down the servers in 2021. So, you still got a year of it, but that's it. It's it's going down eventually. And 
it's unfortunate because it is a good game. It is very cool, creative. The designs are great. Uh, the intro, they had an intro animation that was fucking beautiful with great music. And it was just really cool. And it had different modes that wasn't just... Overwatch is just essentially capture the flag. And then there's capture the flag, but then you have to push it a little more. And they've added modes since, but like they're all effect- effectively just a deathmatch arena. Where Battleborn had kind of the Dota... Um, Mo, was it MOBA is the yeah. genre. Yeah, but it's kind of Dota style or League of Legends style, where you have to like you have you know throw away troops you can like fight for and like build bases for, and then you'll send troops over there and you have to destroy a tower and stuff. And they had some different gameplay stuff, and they had a single player mode, and it was really cool. Speaking of the single player mode, I if I'm not mistaken, Bass has said somewhere on our Slack that since they're shutting down the online servers, it renders the single player mode useless, which why would that ever be the case? That kind of sucks. Now the game will completely be unplayable. I think there's I think the single player mode allowed you to have people co-op in or like jump into your single player mode so you can play online with other people because it is still a team-based shooter. So you can very easily be overwhelmed if you're just the only character playing. But you can have up to, I think, three other people join your team and play with you online, even in single-player mode. Interesting. So I think it is tied to the online service as well. But even if it wasn't, there is a single-player mode. It would be much harder to do by yourself with no one else. Yeah. But even if you didn't, like, that's like 20% of the game. Like, the majority of the game is online. Offline, yeah, ex- once it goes down, yeah. Yeah, so once it goes down, like... That's most of the game is pretty much gone. That so, makes sense. It's like Super Smash Brothers. Like, well, no, even that's a bad example. But I mean, it, or you know, continue the comparison. Overwatch. If you took away Overwatch's online gameplay, you would have like the training mode and like the shooting range, and that's it. So like, could you still play it? Technically, but like, you wouldn't have anyone to play with, and that's right. most of the game. So it's like, why would you? So it is unfortunate that it's being taken down, and it like sucks because like that was like it was a like, cool game, and like you could tell that creators were putting like their care into it, and really loved like some of the characters and stuff, and they had a crazy cast to it, and it's just like God, what an unfortunate circumstance, because like I did want that game to do well, not enough to play it myself apparently, but um, it was just like it was just a little, you know. A little differentiation against the the behemoth that is Blizzard and Overwatch is ruling everything. Because, I mean, Overwatch has definitely lost steam and has been losing players consistently, especially after the recent scandal. But it's it's still just such a behemoth that even if they lost like 30% of their player base, they'd still be huge. Yeah, they'd be fine. So it's not that big of a deal. Now they got Overwatch 2, which really feels cheap. Um but yeah, it sucks to see that there's just like this variety is just dwindling away, especially with games. Because yeah, with online gameplay, it is fun, but it is topical. So like, if you want to go back and play like Halo Two online, there's nothing there because there's no one playing that game online anymore. Right. So even if you love that game, it's not forever. So that's the downside of the online games. Like, it, there's a crowd, and there's certainly different divisions. Like, there's like. There's the division, which is a game, but then there's like Rainbow Six Siege, which has like a huge player base right now, and you know there's Dota and League of Legends, and they all have their own player bases. But there are like 
just collective first-person shooter games where, like, the entire gaming community will shift with them when a new one comes out. And it'll just dwindle away the other ones until effectively they shut down the servers and no one can play it ever again. So, like, that does suck. And, like, that is a big... A big reason why I'm a component of like single player games and like offline game play. Me too. So, Absolutely. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I I really enjoyed the like design and like what that game was trying to do, but it clearly just wasn't wasn't able to get over that day one kick in the teeth. Right. Still got a year though, so maybe I'll download it. Just kidding. Uh- eh, probably. <laughs> it's if like, you haven't uh- played it now. No one else has, so... Lawbreakers. No, okay. Oh, uh, last thing I want to mention, though, uh, is uh, Pringles made a gaming headset that feeds you chips, and I'm like, is this real oh. life? And apparently, yes, it's a, on an Engadget article. Uh, you can go look at it. Honestly, it looks just like a gaming headset, but then they 3D printed like this like holster that you can have. Like, It's like, I don't know. I want to say like a gun uh, cartridge <laughs> that you can like load with Pringles instead. So uh-huh. you load your Pringles in and then it'll drop them down in one or two chips onto this thing. That thing rotates out towards your lips. It's not very graceful. And I guess you just try <laughs> to grab them with your lips and keep gaming. Uh, that's the world we live in today. People. God, this, this does not look <laughs> conducive or, so it's like cool. Now I don't have to hold a chip with my hand to take it off the controller. But now I just got this giant piece of shit on my head. Yep. So no, like, and, and I'm also just picturing many people missing with the chips, like getting to their lips. So now you're just yeah. making a giant mess while you're continuing to game. And it's like Pringles, which are like one of the more crumbly chips that, like, as soon as you, because Pringles always have that distinct shape, which is why I'm assuming he did that because it's always got the uniform shape. But yeah. like, you take one bite of a Pringle, the rest of that Pringle is not going to sustain itself. Like it's disappearing, it's crumbling in your te- in your mouth or hands. Yeah, that's the problem with this design in general. Is like using something like solid. Like it's almost like that. Like I don't know those hats you wear <laughs> with the beers on either side, and you just yeah. kind of drink. I I don't know. Maybe instead of the holster, have some kind of blender there. You throw some Pringles in there, and it'll juice them up for you. Oh Jesus, that's much worse. Yeah, it actually is. I don't re- like that at all. I'm watching the video of him now, and he's doing, like, an interview, and he hasn't gotten a single Pringle yet. Yeah, like, and he, he, <laughs> average people are trying to use it. I'm seeing the the headset fell off this one lady as she was trying. So it's not very good. It was no. just very goofy and worth bringing up. So if you want to continue to game and eat some chips, uh, check out Pringle's gaming headset. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> it does. So does our show. Let's wrap it up. Uh, let's do some plugs. Uh, you have an anime podcast. Let's tell our listeners where they can find that on the internet. Yes, it's called Are Weeb There Yet? W-E-E-B. It's uh, me and another weeby friend trying to convert our non-weeby friend into watching anime. And at this point, he hasn't watched anything after our initial sampling. So That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, it's less of us trying to convince him to watch a full series of a show and more of us just forcing him to watch three episodes of Nonsense. I think and the show should be retitled, Are Weeb Weebs Still? And it's just because you and her clearly are, and he's not. It'll be, Weeb don't care if you like this, you're watching <laughs> anime. <laughs> and it's just like basically us force-feeding him anime. Because we took a listener recommendation for, I don't know when this episode will go out, because we're re- backlogging it for the holidays. Uh, but the most recent episode we've recorded was a listener recommendation, which is basically a Magical Girl uh, anime, but with boys? 
and instead of turning into magical boys, they turn into kappas, which are little turtle demons that go up your asshole and steal like your desire. And let me tell you, hmm. there's a lot of ass eating in that anime. And I'll tell you this, I finished that anime that day. It's really good. <laughs> a really good ass eating anime. So yeah. that's what you need in your life. Check that one out. Check that out. And how about on Twitter? Are you available on oh, Twitter? Uh, ABTS Brendan on Twitter. Awesome. And listener, if you like our show, uh, I'm very grateful. Please give us a like, follow, subscribe. We're findable <laughs> at all the places on social media at ABT Silence. Uh, I am not going to lie to you about Twitch streaming. I don't think I'm going to do it this week, but I'm going to try to get back into it. Holidays. We'll see. Uh, during the holidays, we'll try to get some more of that going. Uh, don't hold your breath. But uh, I also have a record label. It's MissedOutRecords.com. A lot of people are checking shit out. I got new zines, uh, Kingdom Hearts edition, so that's kind of fun. Uh, so yeah, just go to MissedOutRecords.com to just see all the nerdy uh, emo, screamo, math rock, vinyls, cassettes, uh, merch, shirts, slip mats, the whole nine yards. <laughs> but uh, thanks for tuning in to this episode. We will be back maybe on Friday, but like I said, don't hold your breath. I don't want anyone dying <laughs> out there. Uh, but we will be back soon. See you guys next time. See you.